0: Amy, we've spoken about the fact that my fiancé Christian's crying at everything. Um, I've just made him cry again. I think you need to stop
1: doing t- this. This poor emotional man. What's wrong with you?
0: I just showed him baby coat hangers wow and he cried at that yeah because you put on your instagram yesterday your cute yeah. little outfits that you've got and i was like oh my gosh where did you get the baby coat hangers and you said go to don elm well cheap so i got yep. some and i came home and i went look what his little clothes are gonna hang on and that's it, he was in bits
1: oh i mean that is really sweet i do love that but i love <laughs> how he just keeps crying at everything he's very in touch with his emotions. his emotions is our christian i like that it's good
0: yeah, I know. But I have said to him, when it gets to, you know, go time and it's the birth, you've got to get it together, mate, because I can't be consoling you.
1: <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah, I have to say, I, yeah, when I came home with those tiny coat hang- hangers and Uh-oh. I started putting them in the wardrobe and I put a couple of outfits in and Kenny walked in and I think I had a little pair of the dungarees and even he did a little smile and he was a bit, you know, but no tears, no tears at this point. But we'll, oh. uh, uh, yeah, that stuff is cute. It is cute, but... Everything
0: Come on, is Yeah, get it together. But everything is so small. So small.
1: Tiny. I've, got, I've bought a few baby grows now, and I'm like, I, I think they're too small. How can anything fit in this? This is ridiculous. I just can't yeah. believe they will, but apparently they do. So, oh. Yeah,
0: sometimes with the tininess, you can't believe the price either.
1: Oh, that I mean, some, some places <laughs> are scandalous. I mean, let's not even get into prams and cots and things like that. Are you joking? Ugh. Oh. Oh. I'm just. I've been on Facebook Marketplace. I'm taking all the hand-me-downs. I have no, oh. no issue with that whatsoever. You're um, so
0: lucky. You've got hand-me-downs. Criminals.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I am actually. But um, but anywho, welcome to two new mums uh, the podcast sponsored by the Baby Show. We're also their official podcast partner for their next live event at Excel in London. Fourth to the sixth of March. Have you got your free ticket yet? Uh, it's the nation's largest shopping destination for all things baby. You can compare, try and buy products, and enjoy exclusive deals. I'm I'm waiting for the baby show. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping there's going to be some really good deals here. Yes. So there's a lot I have not bought yet. But I also they do they've got one of those things where you can try the buggy the prams out, Jenny. Like they've got Ooh. like a, a little race course. I think a
0: little track. Oh, my gosh. And that's going to be handy with the discounts because, honestly, I think what I've spent on my pram, I should have waited for the baby show, uh, I think it was more expensive than my first car. Right, okay, it's good to know. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, Tickets are on sale now at thebabyshow.co.uk slash excel, but we have very exclusive discounted offers just for you. So uh, you can see them on our website, twonewmums.co.uk and on our Instagram, twonewmumspodcast. We also had 100 tickets to give away. There, There actually might be some left. It's worth checking on our Instagram for that before you go for the discount because obviously free is better. Yeah,
1: that's a really good discount. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously, it depends when you're listening to this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So if you're listening after the 3rd of March 2022, this no longer applies, I'm afraid. But uh, if it's before that, go and have a little look. Um, So, yeah, here we are. If you don't know, we're two podcasters. We fell pregnant two days apart. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Not a clue between us, evidently. So whether you're on your fertility journey, you're currently pregnant at the moment, you're undecided about kids, or you've been there and done that and you're just like laughing at us, then you are... Well, you're in the right place, really, aren't you? Um, Absolutely. I uh, excuse this little sniffle. I'm basically on week three of having a cold. So I think that's Gosh, a part of It's yeah, still it's ridiculous. there. It's ridiculous. Pregnancy or like immunity is is no joke. Um, but yeah, but this uh, week we're going to talk about the 20 week scan, which mm. is uh, everyone always said to me oh, it's a really big scan because, you know, it's great because you, the baby's bigger, you can see a lot more that's going on and all that kind of stuff. and And you do, but you know sometimes uh it doesn't always go to plan which jenny experienced or you know the 20 week scan wasn't quite as expected for you was it but um yeah so we'll talk about that in detail yes
0: absolutely um but yeah
1: how how are you feeling at the moment
0: right now in the pregnancy um good but you and i have a mutual friend who was due next month and just gave birth a month early. Yes. And hearing that, that's like, so that would be you and I next month giving birth yeah. if, if we have the same thing. And and that's made me go into ramp up panic mode. I've got, totally. I've got to do everything now and I'm really, really feeling the panic.
1: Well, I was like, right, I need to pack a hospital bag. So, um, I, and it's so sweet. Everyone's like, do you want my hospital bag list? I must have 7,000 hospital bag lists. So thank you for everyone. <laughs> They're everywhere. I mean, it's <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, so... But then I was like, oh, what do, what hospital bag do I actually use? And I just Googled them and all these maternity hospital bags came up. They were like 150 quid. I was like, what? Surely <sighs> it's, you could take any bag. And then I was like, do I need an actual maternity hospital bag? Turns out, no, absolutely no. not. You can just take a hold all, your backpack, whatever you want. Like, it's a bag. Take a carrier obviously... bag. <laughs> yeah. Get your bag for life. I've got some cracking Waitrose ones. They're ever so sturdy. Um, so, you know, that'll do you. Don't get roped into thinking oh but these hospital bags of course it compartments no
0: i feel like when that. you're in labor you're not going to care if you went for like no. a nice gingham print or a polka dot <laughs> like you're just going to want the things that are inside it exactly
1: um something that uh sort of going back to 20 weeks of pregnancy this is the point where um something quite unpleasant happened just for me it was just for like <laughs> Five days. I feel like we need to touch on this. It was like five days. And my goodness, am I relieved it was only five days because I've read that a lot of women get it throughout their entire pregnancy. But mm-hmm. um, is constipation in pregnancy preparing you for birth? Because my goodness, <sighs> I don't know. Is this something you've, <laughs> you've
0: had? Well, I'm really annoyed that yours only lasted five. I mean, happy for you that it only lasted five days, but mine's still ongoing. Oh. So... What I have is about three days of constipation and then a day of release. Let's call it. Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Lovely. <laughs> lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. And that day, gonna? I yeah. love that day
0: so much. I'll like give Christian updates as it's happening. Wow. um But Eight the, the... <laughs> hashtag foreplay
1: <laughs> as it's happening. Goodness me. Well, you're bored, aren't you? you something's a sacred, Jenny, something's. No. Not in this sense. Um, no, and not with, I, f- I feel with pregnancy, that all goes out the window. Yeah. Now, I um, Yeah, mine was quite, you know, now and again, sure, a little bit, but this was one bout that was so intensive. It was like over five days. And I, you know, when you sit there and you panic, you actually panic. Do you panic? Yeah. Like yes! it got so bad. And I, I think it's someone I follow on Instagram basically did like a reel on how to manage it. And it was about how to breathe it out and uh, <laughs> lifting your legs onto a stool, all these things. And do you know what? They did work. They did actually work. But I honestly did think in my head genuinely is this your body preparing you for birth like is this what it's like mm. because that scares me a little bit if that's the
0: case uh, yeah I don't know why it happens it's, it's got to I feel like our bodies are so amazing everything that's happening the reassuring thing is like like kind of Rachel was saying in last week's episode y- your body knows what to do and it's doing everything for a reason and that is well, didn't reassuring feel like it knew what it was
1: doing no. it felt really stuck and confused
0: and uh, do you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the stool because that is the best tip. Christian bought me a little stool for my feet and it really does oh. help, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, well, it did. did well, apparently, we sit on the toilet, you know, the way we do it in the Western world is entirely wrong. You should be like yeah. squatting on the floor and something. I'm not doing that, but you know, yeah, get your legs up <laughs> if you're struggling at the moment. That was uh, so, that's a bit of TMI for you. We did say we'd cover cover anything off uh the other thing i did was like go hardcore on like i bought dates and ap- dried apricots and um you know flaxseed and ed- fiber anything like that you know i
0: read that dates okay this is not a fact just something i read that i'm remembering probably wrong dates apparently if you're eating them a lot it helps when you go into labor don't I know saw why that. oh yeah, okay that. yeah yeah cool. yeah no idea why, but, but that's weird, isn't vile, it? they are vile, aren't they? So. <laughs>
1: oh, no, I, I don't mind a date. Oh. They're quite good for me because they're more of a natural sugar. And because I have a sugar addiction, mm. um, I try and wean myself off chocolate with dates. I do quite enjoy them. I think they're kind of delicious. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's another thing that I've really been worrying about throughout the whole pregnancy, actually, is my sugar consumption and what my food consumption because... I do go through phases, I've been bad this week actually, where I just only want plain white carbs and sugar mm-hmm. and that's it. And I'm I know they you. say, well, you've got to give your body what they want. And, but I start. I do really feel the guilt thinking, I'm going to give this child the sugar addiction I have. Mm-hmm. They're not getting enough nutrients from vegetables. I don't, and then I really worried about gestational diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually. I did actually get referred for a test. I went for a glucose test because... One week, the baby had, according to the midwife, excessive growth, which is always lovely to hear. That language Um, needs to stop. I hate that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I said this to my friends the other day. One of them's pregnant and one of them has a newborn. And they said the same. They was like, they they don't need to say excessive growth because that is negative and that makes you panic. I did panic. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she put me up for this glucose test. I had to go into the hospital um, have a blood test, then you have a sugary drink, then two hours. You have to wait for two hours in the hospital, and then they do your blood again. Oh my and, gosh! Um, it was fine. Does- doesn't look like I have it, but uh, it. You know, it's all anxiety-inducing stuff.
0: It it's, really uh, is, and that and that gestational diabetes. I know you'd even before that been worrying about it, and so have I. And it's a very very common thing, I think. Yeah. Um. So it's just another thing for us to consider and worry about. But, gosh, we can't not have any sugar like I know we've got to be sensible but when you've got to have the treats as much as you're having the other stuff like and I think sometimes it's kind of put on women like oh well if you get it you've obviously been eating too much sugar and it's like no 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 sometimes it just happens sometimes yeah, our bodies just do true that as well yeah yeah it's
1: sometimes not your fault yeah and I, the one thing I, whenever I'm having a moment like that and I'm sort of panicked about what I'm eating and you know, the other day I had I had a coffee and a tea in the same day. And I was like, mm-hmm. I've had too much caffeine. You know, I get really, you know, worried about the baby. And Kenny always says to me, whenever I'm having that panic, he just goes, Amy, women have been having babies for thousands of years, mm-hmm. you know, and we're just hyper aware now of everything that goes into your body. And it's good to be aware, but just chill out. Like, don't, it's probably more harmful worrying about it than it is yeah. actually whatever you've eaten. Yes. You know, and like I've just had a bad week of eating too many carbs and sugar. And this week I'm just going to go turbo a bit healthy and, you know, try and balance it out. I just think we'd be, it's easy to beat yourself up, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, and the baby, like we say, the body knows what it's doing. It's only really taking the good stuff. So if you're having good stuff too, yeah. then it's getting the good stuff and then the the crap goes somewhere else. If you're only eating rubbish, fine, it has to have something. But, like, yeah. you haven't done that throughout your entire pregnancy. If you've had a day or so because you felt like you needed comfort food, that's mm. also very important that you do that. Amy, my addiction is cake, right? I've got four birthday cakes in the pantry and it's not my birthday. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's my permanent addiction. But you did a post on this on Instagram saying this is a new addiction for you. Yeah. Well, you
0: weren't into cake before. What's wrong with you, Psycho? I am I am vegan also. So like cake to me was always just a, oh, it's a faff to find a vegan one. But turns out there's a lot of options, actually. Mm. And I, I'm just craving. It's more so like the cream in between the sponge and the oh, jam. Oh, my God got i know but talk, i'm talk, talk to me what cakes have you if you got into what is at the there? moment is honestly i've it? got two just birthday cakes with icing on top that say happy birthday right. then i've got a double chocolate one hang on are they just birthday cakes you've just bought for yourself yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: that's christian. hardcore i mean i've got a bit of a cake addiction but i've never done
0: that christian keeps putting candles in them <laughs> wow you've gone all out i'm so proud I'll, of you i'll take a picture and put it on our instagram this but is yeah amazing. it looks like when you go in our pantry it looks like we've just had a massive birthday party because there's loads of cake oh,
1: you see i couldn't buy loads because i don't have enough self-restraint for me coffee and walnut cake omg Ooh. that is that is the dog's bees uh <laughs> i mean a cupcake with lots of icing have you had lola's cupcakes do you get lola's no i think Oh, maybe they're well, just in Well, I've not had one. They're everywhere in London. Lola's Cupcakes. My goodness me. Loads of icing on top. They do an Oreo one. Oh, jokes.
0: Um, oh, I, I could go on. But well, just... Oreo's normally a good sign they're vegan because Oreo's are vegan. Oh, okay. So And okay. sometimes I'll just have it and not ask if it's vegan. I'm like, well, the Oreo bit is vegan, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh,
1: also, the other day I bought, a, <laughs> I bought a packet of Cherry Bakewell's and I had four in a row. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yes. So, you know, I'm glad that you've said this.
0: When it hits, it's like, Christian mentioned the other day that he had a, a business meeting with some donut place, right? And I went, Oh donut, I need, I need donuts oh, now. Crispy, now, creamy. go get donuts, yeah. go get donuts. And we had to go and find vegan donuts. Because yeah. when it's in your head and you've planted that seed, oh, you need it's, it.
1: Oh, it's unstoppable, isn't it? Yeah, people say, what are your cravings? I'm like, well, they come and go. But once they come, they are happening. Yeah, They are happening. <laughs> Orange juice has been quite aggressive throughout the pregnancy. Ooh. What did I have the other day? And I was like, Kenny, get out there now
0: and get me. So I
1: can't. What was it? Oh, it's. But it is that. It is that absolute
0: <laughs> urgency. Yeah, to, to and get you, it. you're searching for a hit. Like we went for dinner on yeah. over the weekend, and the lady said, "What do you want to drink?" And I hate that at a restaurant because normally I'd have a glass of red wine, and I want that so much. But I was like oh, I'll have um, a massive pint of Diet Coke. No, 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 no. I'll have, um, oh, I'll have ginger beer. No, 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 no. I want them. Um, and I went through about five options and she was like, which one? And I was like, I'm just, wait, wait, I'll get them The there. lot, get them all.
1: <laughs> oh, that was it. The other day, Kenny went, do you want a cup of tea? And I went, yes, please. And then I was sat there and I went, can you get me a pint of orange juice as well, please? <laughs> so I needed orange juice and a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and it was just and it was brilliant. I sank the OJ and then flush, washed it down with a lovely cup of tea. Oh. Oh, I'll tell, I tell you the one thing I'm absolutely obsessed with at the moment is cereal. Um, yes. It's bad. I mean, I texted you the other day, didn't I? I had four <laughs> bowls of cereal in a row. That's not okay.
0: That's not okay. I don't think. <laughs> But I Last always night. find with cereal, one bowl is never enough, but two is no. always too many.
1: Yeah, and then you've got a real mil- milky feeling tummy and you feel like yeah. you're going to explode. <laughs> oh, imagine after four, Jenny. It my was compulsive. God. It was compulsive. Oh. I couldn't stop. And then I felt so ill. But I've really come up with some combos as well. Mini Wheatabixes with chopped chipping. My goodness me. You throw those in, <sighs> in together with some mini shredded wheats with blueberries is what I'm doing at the moment. And it's
0: delightful. Amy, I'm going to blow your mind. Now, this isn't a possibility for me um because it's milk but i i was speaking to a guy on like a work call i, don't, I don't, don't know him and i don't think he thought he would get this reaction but we were making small talk and i said what did you have for your lunch and he said well actually i had um cereal where he had like it's like a crunchy nut with honey but then he had another one mixed with it that has chocolate in it so he's got like cereal honey chocolate and then he poured on it banana milkshake
1: Oh, no, you've ruined No, no, I'm out, I'm out.
0: No. What? I was like, no. oh, my God. And he was like, I didn't think you'd be this excited. I'm like, I'm pregnant. That sounds like heaven. Will you want to call with Buddy the Elf?
1: <laughs> That's basically his diet.
0: <laughs> but then That's I thought, ridiculous. why don't we put flavoured milk on cereal? We just go well, for the...
1: Nothing's stopping you. Nothing's stopping you. Go I for this... it. But banana milk, not for me. But, <laughs> but I, I, I applaud his... Um uh you know adventurous streak maybe yes. I'll, I'll look at some other milks but oh goodness me um yeah other things going on i mean breathlessness especially around 20 week that started to really st- kick in now it's ridiculous i breathe like yeah. a <laughs> I, I fully just breathe out my mouth a lot like <laughs> it used to just be quite heavy nasally but now it's you know
0: <laughs> full-on old man my best friend is also pregnant she's due around the same time as Amy and um she is a professional singer and she's still gigging and i don't know how she's breathing oh, yeah never mind standing for that amount of time doing a gig but she said yeah. it's really really hard but yeah i think it is 20 weeks when you go up the stairs one day and you go well i'm Ooh. done <laughs> what's up <laughs> in there That's, that was a hit workout if ever i've known one <laughs> yeah hills are an absolute
1: no chance now absolute yeah, no chance but we changed our dog walks from about 20 weeks yeah yeah. yeah, and then little things are you know, suddenly, um, you know, doing your bikini line, that's, that's oh. not that's not really an option. Well, you can go in blind. Um, that's why I generally do, but you can't see. I can't. I don't know what
0: I'm doing. I can't see I anything. went in blind uh, recently. <laughs> and uh, no, no, this was about 20 weeks actually when I looked and I went, now that needs some taking care of. And I, I could still peep a little bit over the bump at that point, whereas yeah. now, who knows? So I like... I did it standing, went in blind, tried to do everywhere, if I'm honest, front and back and everywhere. And then I got out the shower and I said to Christian, just have a look. Have I done a good job? (laughs) And um, he came back with his clippers and was like, just let me finish it off, love. You've missed a big spot on the right. And I was like, no, no, get away with your clippers. There's going to be a lot going on down there in a few months. I don't need clippers as well.
1: Oh, my God. I know women that had, like, bikini waxes before they went in to, like, give birth. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No no offence to midwives, but I don't care how... Like, (laughs) that is the last thing on my mind. Look, I'll keep things neat, but a bikini wax is vile at the best of times. I mean, remember you talking about your first bikini wax journey. It was, like, the worst day of your life. Um, Oh, yeah, I've not had them for a while, but, my goodness me, putting yourself through that in pregnancy... I mean, I applaud you, but it's
0: very considerate i'm gonna give v to go no because you can just lather that on and rinse it off no don't
1: lather it on you don't (laughs) lather it on jenny for goodness sake you get that in the nethery you
0: get that in the wrong spot you're in trouble i know be very careful get a mirror do you know the other day i had um i was wearing and i know you're gonna be cross with this but i was wearing a thong and it was very small and i was wearing a thong And I went for um, a midwife appointment and she was she was putting the thing on to hear the heartbeat. So you have to lift your top up. But like an idiot, I'd worn a dress. So I had to pull everything up. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't just wasn't like mentally ready to go. There's the giant, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That wouldn't be the shop for the midwife. I'm Surely the shop for the midwife is my God, (laughs) you're still wearing a thong and it's not 1994. (laughs)
0: I mean, did she, ref? you know, I, and she's well within her rights to comment on that, I think. The last thing I need, Amy, is having to reach around and pull, like, your panty line out of my bum. Like, I don't know how you're but doing that in you've got a knickers. thong up
1: there instead. I don't well, understand. It, it knows how where it wants to be and it stays oh. there. <laughs> Just, I, I can't believe you are pregnant. How many pregnant still wearing thongs?
0: So many this people have said London to me everybody. that it, I would get um, thrush because that's very common in pregnancy, isn't it? Mm. Um. Not yet. So, if you want to wear thongs and you're pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> I'm living proof that you may not get through. Who Who knew we would get to that point? Well done. Yet. <laughs>
1: Right, well, I think we cleared all uh, those symptoms off for this week, which is good. I'm glad we we're all aware of lots what of
0: visuals
1: this uh, week. Lots, a lot, and I'm sorry yeah. about that. There was a lot going yeah. on there, wasn't there? That was quite aggressive, but um, yeah. So yeah, the 20-week scan. This was um, for me, like go- I didn't know what I was gonna, what was gonna happen when I got there like I didn't know really what they checked for, but everyone said, oh, it's a really good one because the baby's a bit bigger and all this kind of stuff. And you can find out the gender if you don't know already. And I still didn't know at this point, And I wasn't sure if I wanted to. So when we got in there, I said, she said, do you want to know the gender? And I said, I'm not sure. Can you, but Kenny really wanted to, because he was oh. so weirded out by the thought of like, he was like, I can't believe another woman or another human knows the gender of my baby, but I don't. That's oh. just too weird to me. And I was like, well, fair enough. anyway, she went. I'll write it down for you, the gender, and then um, you can take it with you, and you can find out later. So, um, so we start having the scan, but it is quite. Again, scans are brilliant, but also can be a bit anxiety-inducing because she did start talking about. Oh well, I'm just checking how much fluids behind the neck here, and if the oh, you suddenly realise they're going to go through the heart, and they're going to they can yeah. see the limbs in more details, and it is quite like ah. But um, once we'd got past that, yeah, she gave. I swear, at one point. She revealed the gender, like she used a pronoun and I was like, oh, and then, but I ignored it. But then a few oh. minutes later, she doubled up and corrected herself and used the other gender. So I was like, she, I thought she dropped that she did accidentally drop the gender, I think. Oh. Anyway, so she wrote, she gave us a little piece of paper and Kenny said, I, I said, open it in the car. Anyway, he opened it and his face wasn't what I expected because there's one, what he, anyway, and then I was like, I'm You're gonna being wait. So and then and then as soon as, as soon as he'd opened it, I went, Oh, give it to me and he showed it me and um I've gotta say, I, I loved finding out the gender. I know a lot of people are like, don't you know Oh, leave it for a surprise. It doesn't matter. And I've really enjoyed knowing. We discussed yeah. it a bit on the last episode, didn't we? And I'll probably reveal at some point. But um, but yeah, so basically, the, the blatantly, the sonographer accidentally revealed the
0: gender at my 20-week scan. Oh, um, yeah. gosh. You, how many times must they do that? Because like I mentioned on the well, previous one, we kind of had ours slip through as well at a private scan. Yeah. Yeah. And it is so hard, isn't it? To not, yeah. like I can see now why you're talking about that like, you're trying so hard not to say the pronoun.
1: I know, well, I accidentally told you the gender of my baby, didn't yeah. I? Not, I was gonna reveal it for a big reveal. And then I told it you even know, I like completely forgot I'd used the pronoun and I was like, ah! Um, I'm sure it will <laughs> let slip at some point in the podcast. So I'll reveal at some point, but, um, but no. So that was my 20 weeks scan and, and luckily, you know, everything seemed okay and um, got a nice little picture. But
0: yeah, Jenny's, yours was a little bit more complicated. Yeah, and you're so right when you say you kind of get, you get really excited for the 20 week scan and then you get in there and when they start, because they're very good, aren't they? The sonographers, they tell you what they're doing and I guess that's really important, but you do start to go, oh, actually this is really, really, really important yeah because the first time they've looked at this and it's the first time they've looked at that and we we were laying there we knew the gender he'd said to us before the guy um do you know the gender we said yeah we know we're having a boy so he was happy saying i'm looking at his heart i'm looking at his spine Mm. and then um at the end of it every everything was really positive and you're waiting aren't they they go i'm looking at the spine and you wait and they don't say anything and then they go yep it's good and you're like oh yeah Everything.
1: yeah it's far too long a pause. <laughs> sometimes you're like oh my goodness me
0: yeah. yeah so we'd had all that it's good it's good and we, we, were, we were feeling really happy and excited that we'd seen him again and all that and um then he finished his gun and he was such a lovely guy but he he looked me in the eye and he said now there's there's just two things i need to talk to you about and i was like oh like really Didn't expect anything. We'd had so many private scans as well because I was so worried. The first thing he said, which is a very common thing, was that my placenta was low-lying and they would need to keep an eye on that. And um, if it doesn't... Well, it doesn't move, does it? It's attached to the uterus. But if it doesn't move upwards with the uterus it looks like you have to have a C-section to give birth because otherwise the placenta is blocking where the baby would come out and you also have a risk of bleeding. And that's quite, you know, that's that's quite overwhelming to be honest because you're like, oh, suddenly things are very different. So I had that and I thought, oh, well, okay, what's the next thing? And he said, "Um, and also, I'm so, so sorry to tell you this. And I'm like, what? And he said, but... I think it looks like your baby has a cleft lip. Mm. And me and Christian looked at each other, completely shocked. And because he was so serious, which he's just doing his job, he's being amazing. Mm. We were like, "Uh, is that a problem? Like, so? So what? Like, what does that mean? And he went, I'm gonna just get the head of this department to come through and speak to you because I can't Mm. really answer your questions. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And then he brings in a woman and (laughs) her energy. He was amazing, but her energy was so much better and just Mm. what I needed. And she came in and she went, "Um, so I hear your baby's got a cleft lip. And that's what I needed. You know, that just little change. It's still the same information, but it's like, Mm. we can do this. It'll be fine. And she talked us through it. And I remember I just said, Oh, like Joaquin Phoenix, because that's kind of all I know. And I love Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix. Um, And she was like, have you got any questions? And we were kind of like, all we could say was, is this a bad thing? Like, we just didn't know. You're Mm -hmm. so confused and shocked. It's It's
1: a lot to take on.
0: Yeah. And so she couldn't give us too much information. And she basically said... With a cleft lip, it, it can be just a cosmetic thing where literally the skin hasn't formed around their mouth and um, that's, that's what it is. It's a, it's a cosmetic thing that they, they um, operate on when they're a little bit older. Or it, it can be a sign of more serious issues like a chromosome defect or an issue like that. And it depends what side the cleft's on, if it's both sides, if it's the middle, if it's one side. And she was like, so you're going to have to come back for a scan tomorrow to find out oh my god so christian and i just left and this is where like i, I so, suddenly really completely sympathize with like what what you went through when you were trying to get pregnant and, and the feeling of when other people are getting pregnant around you because we kind of walked out through the de- the department of the hospital with all these people hugging and holding their baby scans and really happy and coming out and we were just we felt like we were in a, a nightmare walking out and we I wasn't processing it and I was just looking at everyone else so jealous of them and angry with them that they hadn't had this news mm. and we didn't say anything the whole way home and then we got home and we had to wait 24 hours I, I don't know how we did that night I think I just cried a lot and Chris, Christian being Christian had to research everything he went online there's some amazing cleft lip, lip charities which I'll mention and stuff, but he he researched everything about cleft lips, different possibilities. I couldn't know anything yeah. until we knew like what our specific situation was. I I couldn't, so we didn't really talk much at all that night. And um, then the next day, she rung me and she said we can get. They were so amazing at the QMC in Nottingham, the hospital. She said we can get you in early if you want to come like in the next hour rather than wait till the end of the day. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> So we got to the hospital and we had a scan that lasted about an hour and a half. So you, you know that intense feeling that we just said where they're going through everything. We yeah. had that again, but in the knowledge of there really could be a serious issue here.
1: So the hour and a half, you were literally lying down where they were looking at the baby for like, like yeah. over an hour. Yeah. We're, so what were they look, What were they saying, looking for?
0: So they're looking for growth and other things that can be signs of a more severe issue than just literally a cosmetic issue. Um, So me and Christian are laying there holding hands and I'm so glad I didn't know anything because Christian was crying the whole time because he was hearing words that he'd Googled. And you know, you should never like Google self-diagnose. it's the worst thing you could do. Whereas I was just kind of like, I was breathing, trying not to panic and just waiting and then after that very long scan she paused and you you're hanging on every word and she said yeah it's um just cosmetic it's on on one side it's on his left side it's fairly small as far as cleft lips go which doesn't matter if it's big or small it really doesn't um and and as far as I'm aware, it's literally a cosmetic issue. And she said the best thing she could have said is, it's nothing you've done. No. Because the whole 24 hours before I'd been going, is this because I didn't do this? Is this because we didn't plan it? Is it because, you know, I drank yeah. alcohol and when I didn't realize I was pregnant? And um yes that was such a relief so i'd gone from like 24 hours before panicking that he may have a cleft lip and look a bit different to other babies to then 24 hours later just being so grateful that it was just a cleft lip Mm. um and so then we we sat and spoke to the specialist and i mean there's a team in nottingham that look after you if you i mean it's like one in 700 babies have a cleft lip it's quite rare um so the ne- very next day we had a lady from the Trent cleft lip and palate team come over to ours. She told us really the only difference is going to be like how you feed him because he can't if he's got a cleft palate as well as a cleft lip, which you don't know until he's born. Um, he can't suck. And like if he lays down when he has his milk, it will come out his little nose Aww. and stuff like that. So she was there the very next day. So positive, so helpful, telling us everything. And we've just actually from it. And I'm sure if like someone's listening now and they've had an issue at fetal medicine and their 20 week scan wasn't as planned and it was something maybe like, God forbid, more severe. It actually just makes you even more Desperate to just meet them and have them here, because we just yeah. that that parent anxiety that everyone talks about that was our first taste of it, and my god it 's strong, and now we just want to have him here and look after him, yeah. and it makes that feeling so much more intense, and it makes it made me because i 'm someone that didn 't even know if I wanted a baby, it made me so desperately want this baby more than ever because i 'm his mum, and I need to look after him, and he 's going to have a couple of issues. And yeah, it, it so we kind of just took from it gratitude. You know, like it, it's okay. We're being looked after. The help is amazing. There's a charity called Clapper that we're going to try and raise some money for that have already sent us bottles and stuff that's going to help us. And um, yeah, it, it just shows you that you <laughs> every step of this is things can change. And, and it really, when people talk about, Parents and that feeling of love and protection. Uh, I thought they were always joking, nah, that that feeling is so overwhelming.
1: Well, I just can't imagine because when you told me and when you messaged me, I just burst into tears because I just thought, you know, having just had the 20 week scan, obviously as well, you know, I'd felt anxiety from that. But knowing that you were just having to deal just with anything, like all you want is Mm. for everything to be perfect. And I just couldn't I you know, and it made me feel really just just so emotional and upset just because you know that actually cleft lip if you speak to anyone who's pregnant they're like oh yeah it's quite or who's had babies they're like it's it's actually quite common you do hear about it a lot and i know they can fix it or sort it or whatever you want to do it is it's very treatable but it's just that feeling of everything not being absolutely perfect and not you know it's just it's just so it's so well like you say it's overwhelming and the feeling yeah. that you have you know that.
0: and i have ugh, had times where imagine. like we've gone to you know baby shops to buy things and i i, I don't feel sorry for myself I, i'm like this is my baby boy i'll love him he he will need maybe two operations and the care and operations are amazing these days it's you know it's all absolutely fine but you still can't help it a little bit like yeah i'll see on all the baby boxes and all the packaging it's just babies that look like perfect beautiful babies and I'm like what I'd like to see a baby with maybe that looks like what my baby's gonna look like
1: but your baby will still be perfect you know and it's but it's just um you know it it's it's you have to get your head around it you know I I Mm. would find it really hard and I think anyone would it's just anything not being entirely you know as you expected and But I think, you know, the way you've dealt with it and also the care it sounds you've had is just incredible. And but I can't even imagine, you know, I feel protective at this point, you know, about the baby. And I feel like like an insane level of, um, you know, you want to protect yourself, don't you? So I can't imagine when there's like he's like he's even more precious now. You know what I mean? It's, It's like you just don't want them to go through anything. Yeah, Um, but he'll be so tiny and he won't, you know, that what they did, like I know we shared some pictures of um, you sent me some information on it. And what they do is miraculous. You wouldn't you won't even know. I'm sure. At the
0: the, um, QMC where we we're lucky enough to be, it's there's like the two surgeons there. I think they're called Jason and I think it's Jonathan, I think. Um, And they do all the operations because there's there's not that many because there's not many babies with this. So they it's two men. And Christian's on a Facebook page where uh, it's like a community of parents who have cleft lip babies and cleft palate babies and some are more severe than others. um, And they share like, I hate to say when it's been fixed because it's not being fixed. You know what I mean? They're perfect anyway, like you say, but I guess that's what it is when they have their operation to put their lip and palate back together Um, And the results are amazing. And Christian, I'm not on it and I can't look at it yet because all those babies, they're not my baby. So for me, I I just need to wait till I've met our baby and then maybe I can join the community. But Christian really enjoys it and he chats to them. And we were at a restaurant the other night and he said to me, I've just got to show you this one picture of this little girl that's had her operation today. And he showed me because when they come out of their operation, it's quite severe how they look because they're swollen and and all that. So he was just kind of showing me to prepare me. And I looked at her little onesie and they all get given these little onesies and it says, oh, it's going to make me go. But it it says, um, today I got my forever smile. (laughs) And it's so cute because and and that's and, and all the parents on there are so positive and lovely about it. And. Yeah, it's um that just gets me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna get me. his forever smile, it's <laughs> and it's on a little onesie that they wear. And they, that Amy, that operation is at three months old, oh, so they'll so never so know.
1: Tiny. No, they'll never know. But it's just so um, yeah, it's a lot to even think he has to go through that. But he will be, of course. He'll, you know, it's yeah. I can see why that. I can see why you're not on that group yet. But I mean, that's yeah. so reassuring, isn't it? It's um. Yeah, oh, and they're just so tiny.
0: The lady um, that came round from the the, the Trent Cleft team, oh, they're so good. She was amazing, and she said um, something that I'll prepare you for, which actually will surprise you. Is like the hardest thing that parents sort of face is when they're returned to you after their operation, because you think you're going to have this moment where like now they look like every other baby and it's that's behind you and it's i hate this word again but but it's been fixed and and all that but actually they give you back your baby and it looks nothing like the baby that you've loved and given birth to so actually that's an adjustment because it's it's quite a severe change of how they look um and I was like, yeah, that's it's really good hand- they
1: warned you about that, actually. I wouldn't even, even cross my mind because, yeah. yeah, you'll love your baby no matter what it looks like when they're born. And to oh, think she that- said
0: every parent doesn't want to do it. When it gets to the three months and they're booking them in for their um, lip, because you do the lip first and then if they need their palate doing that, that's sort of three months afterwards. So because the lip is the cosmetic bit, she said every parent doesn't want to, but they do it oh. for the baby, for, oh. you know. But you don't because you're like, oh, this is this is them and they're beautiful.
1: Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, gosh. It's so emotional. But yeah, it sounds like you're in the best of care. And like I said to you, I said it's quite funny because you're a massive Elvis fan. And he did he, he had a cat didn't he? Or is that a scar? No, his like, is um,
0: his is just that's what they call it. They call it an Elvis oh. lip. They genuinely oh, do. So it
1: was, oh, wow. But Joaquin Phoenix, he definitely has one.
0: Yes but and his um, scar is quite severe if you cause you can see it can't you now he's got a yeah. scar whereas these days because they have well, that specialists that was a long time ago yeah 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 and it's things like after his operation you have to massage it every day for him and Aww. stuff like that. It's so cute but yeah you know back in the day they they didn't have specialists it would be someone at the hospital would do the operation but now it's specialists that do this specific operation every day so the results are very different these days yeah. and um, you, you you just never know but also I, I, I want him to know when he's older because I think it's a great lesson and I think it's um, yeah. going to be a massive part of his journey I'm going to take so many pictures of him before he has it done so he's got all that
1: yeah totally
0: and how do you feel about it now then you feel in a much
1: much calmer about it like you know it's not something that yeah you're worried about.
0: yeah I, I do it's it's just this is our baby boy you know he's he's got a cleft lip and maybe a cleft palate we won't know till he's born but we know what to do and the only thing that does stress me out a little bit is things like a friend of mine who's just had a baby was telling me she's not breastfeeding right she's she didn't get on with it and she went to a mo- mothers and babies thing and she got a lot of judgment because she wasn't breastfeeding i'm not going to be able to breastfeed our baby i just am probably the likelihood is 99 percent i won't be able to and i'll have to i'll pump but i'll have to go straight to bottle feeding and if i get any judgment you know what i mean it's like you never know what someone's situation is and someone's circumstances so stop being judgy i really and hate who that. are these
1: people that would judge i mean for a start i mean I just don't know anyone who would have the audacity. Why does anyone care what anyone else is doing with their child? That is so baffling to me. I hear, I hear this about breastfeeding. Yeah, and um, I've noticed a lot of people have said to me, "Are you planning to breastfeed?" and i've just said well yeah just because i guess because that isn't that just what you do but if it doesn't work or if it's really hard like i know it is for a lot of women then i won't simple yeah. as that yeah. end of story why would that even be a discussion why would you care what anyone else i don't understand that but apparently yeah i've heard that's a thing but look i mean hopefully you won't be surrounded by any people in your life that <laughs> would be like that and if you did come across it from a stranger you just tell them to um F off, (laughs) yeah. Or you just you tell them, well, you know, you tell them why you can't breastfeed, and then saying, quite frankly, it's none of your business. Yeah, I don't understand, you know, why anyone would comment on anyone else's child. But apparently, this is a thing. So that's it. You just never know. So no, just stop, stop, stop it. Yeah, but don't worry about that. That you're worrying about something that's not even happened yet. And I don't. Mm. I think you would be. You'll be more than equipped to deal with that. Oh, I will. Should should anyone and best of luck to them is uh quite frankly what i'd say but um yeah so my goodness me it's an emotional uh emotional
0: old rollercoaster this
1: pregnancy thing isn't
0: it i think the scans that you see in the movies and reality shows and stuff like that it's always this magical moment isn't it where like you're having a scan and oh there they are but the reality is um things can happen yeah um and you can have scares but gosh you will be looked after if that happens i can say yeah. that
1: No, absolutely. And if you are listening to this and maybe you've been through it and you've had um, a 20-week scan, it's not quite gone to plan, or you've got one coming up and we've now made you feel mega anxious, then don't. Because, because, no, because look, at the end of the day, most of the time, it is delightful and, um, you know, it will be absolutely fine. And if you do have any questions or... You want to know more about this? We're going to talk more in detail about 20 week scans and also, um, you know, cleft lips and, and anything that you want to know about with uh, midwife Marley, who uh, go follow her on Instagram now. She's brilliant, but she she's going to talk through the 20 week scan and, and any other things that can come up as well. So if you have got any questions, mm. as ever, we're on Instagram, Two New Mums Podcast, or drop us an email, Two New Mums Podcast at gmail.com, and hopefully she'll make you feel a lot better.
0: Um, so I'm just going to mention the two Cleflip charities again that have really helped us so far uh, Trent Cleflip and Pallet Team which are Nottinghamshire uh, Midlands Base which is where I am and then the main charity is called Clapper Clef Lip and Pallet Association and uh, me and Christian are going to be doing some sort of fundraising um, to get some money raised for them um, and then of course in what is it like two weeks time less than two weeks yeah. time is the baby show so if you haven't got your tickets
1: get your tickets Remember, we'll be there Saturday the 5th of March with our special celebrity guest, Kate Lawler, Ooh. who certainly knows the trials and tribulations of having a baby. So she will be live on stage with us on the Saturday. So uh, we would love to see you there. Um, thank you if you've been rating reviewing us on, um, on uh, Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, because it really helps. um cara got in touch saying awesome and honest thanks cara ah. so happy i found this podcast to listen to whilst pregnant jenny and amy are so honest making them so relatable and helping to make the journey that bit easier they have also made me laugh countless times during each episode What oh, that's the result uh, the that. addition of experts is also so insightful and informative which again with how much of a rabbit hole impending motherhood can be is fabulous Thank you Cara that is exactly what we're trying to achieve and I agree the uh, the experts have just been so brilliant so far and we've got more amazing ones lined up we've got loads of uh, yeah exciting ones coming so um stick with us